Hi, this is Bernie Coppell. I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. This is Chaos with Don Shushia. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to episode 215 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, and our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, we'll be looking at what's coming your way in June for movie releases in theaters, TV and movie DVD releases, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So stick around for that. And our guest, I'm so excited to have this guy on the show, Bernie Capel. He played Siegfried on Get Smart, and he was uh, Doc on Love Boat. Who could forget that? And he was just in so many different shows, and, and you see him popping up everywhere. And he does stand-up comedy now. And he was also in a show called Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp. Now, if you haven't seen that, you got to watch this because, I mean, it's, it's just uh, it, it's a show that is totally done with chimps as the characters. Okay, this was back in the 70s, and uh, he supplied one of the voices for it, actually a couple of voices for it. And it's going to be released on DVD on May 29th, and it's a 3D disc set, and it's going to benefit Lancelot. Now, that's the chimp who actually uh, played one of the characters, Lancelot Link, and he's in retirement at the uh, Los Angeles Wildlife Way Station, okay? And it's going to benefit that program, so uh, it goes to a good cause, so... Uh, be sure to check that one out when it comes out. But Bernie's going to be here in a few minutes. We're going to talk about the love boat. We're going to talk about uh, Get Smart. We're going to talk about everything else, Lancelot Link. And it's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So stick around for that. And right now, what do you say we get into Remake Madness coming your way in theaters in June? Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness in June in theaters. Well, not a whole lot of remakes coming your way. But on June 1st, Snow White and the Huntsman hits theaters, and it retells the story of Snow White. So check that one out. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next, what's coming your way as far as new different kind of movies? They're going to be coming your way next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies coming your way in June in theaters. Well, it looks like Ridley Scott's Prometheus will arrive in theaters on June 8th. Adam Sandler's That's My Boy will find its way into theaters on June 15th. Pixar has a new one coming out. The latest film will be Brave. It arrives on June 22nd. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. That sounds interesting. Comes your way on June 22nd. And it's from co-producer Tim Burton. And Woody Allen's To Roam With Love hits theaters on June 22nd also. And Magic Mike spins its magic with Channing Tatum and Matthew McConaughey on June 29th. That is it for upcoming new movies in June. Coming up next, we are going to be looking at Sequel City. Find out what's going to come your way as far as sequels in theaters in June. Sequel City. Sequels coming your way in June in theaters. It looks like Piranha 3 D will take a bite out of the box office on June 1st when the sequel swims into theaters. And the animals of Madagascar 3... Europe's Most Wanted sneaks into theaters on June 8th. 
And Tyler Perry's Medea's Witness Protection lands in theaters on June 29th also. And here's an update for you. G.I. Joe Retaliation, which was supposed to come out on June 29th, has been bumped back till March of 2013. They say that they're getting ready for a 3D transfer on it. That's going to take a while, I guess. So that's an update on that one. That is it for upcoming sequels at Sequel City in June. And next on On Screen and Beyond, we take a peek at what's coming away as far as TV on DVD in June. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. TV on DVD coming your way in June. Well, June 5th, The Adventures of Teddy Ruxpin, complete series, will be coming your way along with Breaking Bad Season 4, Burn Notice Season 5, Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 8, Falling Sky Season 1, Pretty Little Liars Season 2, and White Collar Season 3. On June 12th, you can look for Decoded Season 2, Entourage Season 8, GCB Season 1, Missing Season 1, and Scandal Season 1. And you can look for Franklin and Bash, Season 1 on June 19th, along with Louis Season 2, Power Rangers Samurai, Season 1 and Season 2, and on June 26th, Damages Season 4. That's it for TV on DVD coming your way in June. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. Movies on DVD coming your way in June. Well, it looks like on June 5th you can catch Act of Valor, John Cotter, Journey to the Mysterious Island, Machine Gun Preacher with Gerard Butler, and Safe House with Denzel Washington. On June 13th, Ghost Rider rides again in Spirit of Vengeance, Elephant Size with Ed Asner, and Decisions with Corey Ham. And on June 19th, Big Miracle with Drew Barrymore comes your way, and Jeff Who Lives at Home with Jason Siegel, Project X, and Wonderlust with Jennifer Aniston. And on June 26th, 21 Jump Street with Jonah Hill comes your way, along with The Artist, and Mara Mara with Julia Roberts, Wrath of the Titans with Sam Worthington, and Identical with Ed Asner. And that is it for Movies on DVD coming your way in June. Of course, there's all kinds of other ones, and we keep you updated at On Screen and Beyond. You can go to our site, and you can go to our DVD reviews, our movie reviews, TV reviews, the whole works. It's all there at onscreenandbeyond.com, so check it out. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we have a great guest coming away. Bernie Capel is going to be coming here, and Bernie has done so much stuff. He has just cracked us up over the years bernie's got some great stories to tell and i hope you're going to stick around because it's next right here on on screen and beyond whether you remember my next guest on on screen and beyond as doc on the love boat Siegfried on Get Smart, or the voice of Baron Von Butcher on Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp. One thing we can all agree on, he made us laugh. 
You can catch his role as the voice of Baron Von Butcher on the new DVD release of Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp on May 29th. It's Bernie Coppell. Bernie, it's such a pleasure to have you joining us here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, Brian, it's a delight to be talking to you and your listeners. Holy mackerel, I'm in California, and it used to be a big deal to get from uh, New York to London, and now you can speak to anywhere in the world, and uh, you can speak to people like they're around the corner. Mm. How about that? Yeah. Well, well, Bernie, your career is filled with such great, memorable roles, but let's start with Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp. The DVD is coming out. Uh, What drew you to that role? Okay, the DVD of Lancelot Link Secret Chimp. Here's how the whole thing started. You remember James Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, then out of James Bond, you had Man from Uncle. Right. And then you had the satire of Get Smart, of which I was very proud to be a member of the cast. I was Nasty Siegfried. Mm-hmm. This is chaos. We don't shoot here. <laughs> Uh, And then I was sitting around with the writers one day uh, when the show ended and saying, what what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? And Mike Marmer and Stan Burns, who were the the writers, said, wait a minute, let's do it with chimps. And uh, the the concept was so unusual. But here's, here's how it worked out. We dressed up the chimps as the good guys and the bad guys. And uh, they had my character, uh, Baron von Butcher. I had on a Hamburg hat. I had a very formal outfit. And I had my organization, my nasty organization, which was called Chump. Chump (laughs) was uh, Criminal Headquarters for Underworld Master Plan. You put those letters together and it's Chump. Chump. (laughs) And the good guys were agency to prevent evil. It came out to be APE, a secret organization led by Commander Darwin that protects the world from wrongdoers. And it, we had the biggest problem we had was laughing. We just laughed and laughed and laughed. Sure, uh, yeah. Somehow, I don't know how they did it, they got the, they got the chimpanzees to choreograph their movements to, to where my character wore a monocle. And, of course, to get the chimps to move their mouths, that we could do our lines through their mouths, some preferred peanut butter, some preferred gum wow. to make their mouths go up and down. And uh, it, was just, it was just a party. Now, why is it coming out now? Okay, I'll tell you why. It came out originally in 1970. It's still classically funny. Oh, yeah. And what's happening is the, the, uh, the money... That, uh, that is going to be uh, made from this. A great portion of this money is going to go to the Wildlife Way Station. The Wildlife Way Station is something that's run by Martine Collect, Colette. And uh, for years, uh, for example, people would say, oh, let's get a, a, a miniature bear. So they pull the bear's teeth out, they pull the, uh, the bear's claws out, and then they get tired of the whole thing, and they give up the animal. Mm. Martine yeah. Collette takes these animals in. She feeds them. She houses them for the rest of their lives. And Lancelot Link, the chimpanzee that played Lancelot Link, is now residing in retirement at the Wildlife Way Station. And, uh, as I say, a, a great percentage of the, of the uh, funds that uh, 
that will come out of the DVDs of Lancelot Link will go to the Wildlife Way Station. That's great. Now, here's what. It's coming out May 29th. Mm-hmm. The suggested retail price is $24.98, and you get 17 segments of this hilarious uh, DVD of Lancelot Link mm-hmm. and all the, all the different characters, and you see chimpanzees uh, taking, the, uh, taking the parts of Agent 86 and uh, Siegfried on this, uh, on this amazing, uh, amazing set of DVDs. Yeah. So, so there. So I've I've done I've done the pitch about um, about Lancelot Link mm-hmm. and the Wildlife Way Station. Yeah, I, I can remember that show, and I was just amazed that that they could put these chimpanzees into those situations and actually come up with a actual story that fit. <laughs> and now, as far as the voicing with the movements of the mouse, did was it a scripted? thing that you had to follow pretty close or because of the movements of the animal's mouth did you have to wing it sometimes well it was it was uh, scripted of course but you never could tell precisely what the chimpanzees were going to be doing with their mouths for example it was a very a very long uh, speech that i had as the baron and the mouth the mouth of the chimpanzee was uh, moving 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 and at the end he let out a tremendous yawn so I, I said, gee whiz, i got to do the line, and then what am I going to do with that big mouth opening? So, so, I, so I did something like this. I said, you've got to understand, it is so important that you pay attention to what I'm talking about, because evil is supremely important. <laughs> Make a big yawn at the end as though the chimpanzee was bored with his own speech. <laughs> But this is the kind of fun we had oh, yeah. uh, doing this, and you see, gee, and you see, gee whiz, these chimpanzees can really, can really uh, talk a lot. <laughs> they're very verbal and articulate, yeah. and of course, they're not really speaking. It right. was uh, yeah. Dayton Allen who did so many Steve Allen shows, and Joni Gerber who is uh, still doing voiceovers, and myself, I played. Uh, Baron von Butcher, I played Crito, I played Indian Joe. Of course, nowadays, uh, it's politically incorrect to play any ethnicity but your own self. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in my early days, all I did was, my first five years was just about exclusively uh, Latinos, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, uh, Cubans. And today, uh, people from Cuba or Mexico or Puerto Rico are very serious about, hey, they say, hey, look, we are the ones who are going to be playing our own ethnicity, mm-hmm. yeah. not uh, not anybody. But in those days, people would do actors would do anything that was available, and it was available and not uh, politically incorrect to do all of these characters. And I did them right. on so many uh, so many shows on the Doris Day show, mm-hmm. on um, on Bewitched, on uh, the Jack Benny show on, on a, a, a soap opera called The Brighter Day back in 1961. Hmm. So um, <laughs> I've been around the block a few times. <laughs> now, did you do the voices, uh, the accents, when you started acting, or did you do it when you were a youngster? I tell you what, I in the beginning, I didn't know. I would come up for, for, for casting directors in, uh, in New York and in California, and the, the outstanding line I remember is, what are we going to do with you? You're not ugly enough to be a heavy. You're not handsome enough to be a leading man. And I didn't know, and they didn't know what it was I was marketing. Mm-hmm. And 
sort of inadvertently. I mean, I've never, I can't imagine how this really happened. I was up for a part. I had an agent who was very slow. He would send me up for parts that had already been cast. So I go up to uh, CBS Television City, and, of course, the part I was up for had already been cast. And as I was walking out, and I never know why this happened, the casting lady said, uh, uh, Mr. Coppell, while you're here, maybe you'd like to read for Pablo. I was so frustrated. I was so pissed. I, I said, okay, okay, I'm going to take the valuable time of this producer and do Pablo. I had no idea how to, uh, that I, I, I had never done this before. I, I had no idea how to do it, but I was just so annoyed with, with my failing constantly and constantly. I said, okay, let, let's see now. Uh, uh, Jack Parr has Jose Mellis, his pianist, and uh, uh, Jose Jimenez, uh, Bill Dana's character, is out there. I'll, I'll do them. I didn't know if I could. I came in there, and I just ripped into it. I got the part. <laughs> I got the part, and I said, what the hell? This is amazing. <laughs> and so for three months of my young life, I was threatening ladies and being a bad guy, <laughs> and having, a, having a great time, and, and it was sort of like a dream <laughs> that I could do this. And then I, I did it on the, uh, on the uh, Jack Benny show, who was, Jack Benny was so sweet. Really? Yeah. He gave me some advice. He said, now don't talk till they've finished laughing. He had this very slow way mm -hmm. of speaking. One of his lines was, I know a man so rich, he's got his own golf course indoors. <laughs> but uh, he, was, he was a sweetheart. And I'd worked with so many stars over oh, the yeah. years, and some stars were a little bit particular about the attention that they had to get. But with Jack Benny... He had such wisdom, uh, because Dennis Day was allowed to be funny. Uh, Mel Blanc, with all those brilliant voices, was allowed to be funny, encouraged to be funny. Uh, my, the, the thing that I did was, was very funny. So he understood, Jack Benny understood that whoever gets laughs on his show, on the Jack Benny show, benefits the show. Right. Yeah. Some, some stars never understood that. But he did, and Don Adams did on, on Get Smart. Oh, yeah. He said uh, he was welcoming. He said, oh, you set me up. You set me up. That's so great. So we had five years of just the happy, happiest uh, experience. And then it translated onto Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, and then, uh, of course, sadly, uh, I spoke at Don's memorial. Uh, he was a Marine in World War II. And the bullets didn't kill him, but cigarettes killed him. Yeah. Uh, you've got to tell your viewers, don't smoke. It is. I mean, I also worked with Sinatra and and Sammy Davis, and there was some big deal event in Beverly Hills, and I I had a um, a campaign on television called Sig uh, Arrest. It was a a product that diminished your desire for mm -hmm. cigarettes. Yeah, I remember that. So Sammy comes up and he says, hey, Byrne, you got a wipe? So I said, Sammy, cut that out. You know, you know how I feel. He said, yeah, I know how you feel about smoking. But he said, I smoke all day long. I smoke all evening. He says, my voice has never been better. And within three months or four months, he died of lung cancer. So I say to your listeners, if you're smoking, stop. If you've never 
smoked, congratulations, because it is a deadly, deadly thing to do, so don't do it. Yeah, yeah. The, the sermon is over. I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, as, as far as Get Smart, how did you get the part of Siegfried on Get Smart? I got the part of Siegfried on Get Smart because Leonard Stern, Leonard Stern, who was one of the producers of Talent Associates, along with um, uh, David Susskind and Dan Melnick, he would go out, very tall, distinguished man, he would go out and see every play that was done. And I was in a little theater, a little uh, arena theater, about 158 seats, uh, in 1962, and uh, Leonard Stern was there, and he came backstage, and he pointed his finger at me, and he said, you, you, we're going to work together, we're going to work together, and I, with my background, I figured, well, this is uh, Hollywood BS, and I'm not going not gonna to really buy into that. Within a couple of years, he created my Siegfried character, because in this play that he saw, I played a Russian immigrant who was having difficulty with English, and uh, in the freezing Buffalo winter, I was uh, going door to door selling a little, uh, a little utensil, just freezing my my buns off. But um, things happen. I mean, these things happen when you when you get out of school. You know, when I when I went to school, it was a very formal kind of uh, Shakespeare training. But uh, nobody's going to buy me for a Shakespearean actor. So I developed this thing of, of accents. And I did it on the Doris Day show, on uh, Favorite Martian, uh, on and on and on. And uh, that, that, was, that was my magic carpet that began uh, my career. And eventually I got to play myself, which was a very big departure for me. Uh, like Love Boat, that was that was me getting away with murder, <laughs> uh, you know, going up to any lady I found attractive and saying, uh, "Take your clothes off, I'll be right in." <laughs> I mean, that was that was such a license uh, that I had on that on that show. You remember the comedian, uh, Dick Sean? Oh yes, yeah. Dick Sean was watching a scene I was doing on Love Boat, and uh, I was kissing this luscious young lady. And I come off, and Dick says, Hey, Bernie, you, you know what Love Boat is? It's a porno flick done by Disney. <laughs> because it only went so far. And it had these uh, miraculous uh, page, we call it the page 58 resolutions. Uh, Tom Bosley came on the, on the show, and he's in a wheelchair. He can't walk. But by page 58, he gets up out of his wheelchair, and he walks. <laughs> I said, what happened? He said, it's a miracle. Well, <laughs> it was happy endings, not like, uh, not like the shows today on television, yeah. which is so strange. Every show just about has two guys talking over a dead body. Right, yeah. <laughs> weird, I mean, as much as I love NCIS, 
and, and all these other ones. They, they got, people are having conversations over bodies yeah. oh, and, yeah. and, and reaching into their innards to pull out. Yeah, there's a bullet in there. I may yank it out. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he died of uh, contusions and abrasions or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, all, <laughs> it's a whole other world. Then, uh, then the feel good, um, the feel good plays that we used to yeah. used to have episodes of. of uh, now, you know, there's some people call the Aaron Spelling stuff mind candy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's okay. You know, if people would complain that it's not realistic, we would say, "We ain't doing a documentary. That's this right. is uh, this is for fun." That's right. Yeah. Now, one of the shows you were on that personally, I feel didn't get its uh, uh, run that it should have, they should have left it on longer, was When Things Were Rotten, and you played Alan Adale? I played Alan Adale on When Things Were Rotten. Uh, the, way, the way our strange business works is uh, Charlie Callis had the role. So just a day before um, filming starts, and by the way, we had four standing sets at Paramount, um, uh, which was unheard of that because well mel brooks mel brooks was so so hot he still is right you know in his middle middle 80s charlie finds out that the show was paying uh two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars or 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 twenty five dollars during his during his uh, his uh, Las Vegas shows, he was getting sixteen thousand. So he says, "Hey, the heck with this! I don't want this. I want to keep doing the. I want to keep getting the money." He got out. I got in. <laughs> so it's a very odd thing how if you if your career goes on long enough, a lot of really peculiar happens. Some sometimes it's in your favor, and sometimes it's uh, it's not. But it's um, it's an interesting privileged business. It's a privileged business, like just like the radio business, or the you know you're not selling shoes, you're mm-hmm. not um, yeah. you're not selling uh, grapefruits. Yeah. But that show uh, looked like you were just having so much fun. It looked like a bunch of friends getting together and, and just having a good time. <laughs> well, when things were rotten, was the show with the three dicks, uh, Dick Van Patten, Dick Dimitri, and uh, and Dick Gauthier. Mm-hmm. And we just laughed. We just laughed and had such a such a great time uh, being in uh, in the Sherwood Forest. That, that was originally uh, it's sort of way out in the Thule's out here, and I think they named it Sherwood Forest because that's where Errol Flynn did the uh, the original um, uh, uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood, okay. Yeah. Went out of my mind from yeah. that. And this beautiful forest where, and we had our own horses, and it was—I mean—you just your imagination goes wild when you're doing these mm-hmm. things. And you say, "This is really fun." Now, love boat—that's a thing we associate you with so much. Um, how did you get the part of Doc on that show? I got the part of Doc by pleading, supplicating. <laughs> I said, "Please, <laughs> Mister Spelling, let me play the doctor." You no, really I wanted that it, part? Actually, I'm kidding. I had a test for it, mm-hmm. and uh, luckily, Mrs. Spelling um, liked my test. You know, this is pillow talk. Sometimes works in your favor. <laughs> she liked my test, and um, I've been getting into fairly decent shape over the years. I'd gone to a doctor and he said, he said, uh, Mr. Coppell, it's all, 
it is uh, this is a multi-billion dollar business of of uh, the, uh, miracle uh, two-week diet. You lose all this weight. He says this is baloney. All it is is intake and exercise. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> so I paid attention to what he said. And I got in a fairly decent shape, and and I sort of fit into their concept of what the doctor would look like and sound like. And I had a marvelous hairpiece, and it was a it was ten years of just uh, paid vacation. Really, that's the way I felt. That's not about too it. bad, huh? <laughs> we went all over the world. We were in ninety eight countries. Wow. Um, you know, some some of the uh, some of the ones were dubbed. In uh, in some of the countries, and some had uh, titles under the under the picture. But mm-hmm. holy mackerel, it was uh, just a, a delight, and it's still working for me in the sense that I have an autograph show in Sydney, Australia, in uh, in August. I saw that. Yeah, I have another one in um, in Pennsylvania. I have another one in Chicago. Wow! So. It's just uh, my attitude is gratitude. Things have been things have been so I've been so lucky, and now I have these kids, these beautiful boys who are uh, Adam, the fourteen-year-old, is a straight-A student. Little uh, uh, Joshy is is a good baseball player, and um, they're doing really, really well. So I'm That's my great. attitude is gratitude. I have a beautiful wife who just came into my uh, into my studio. He's probably going to come over and give me a big smooch. <laughs> or either that or ignore me completely, or I don't know, I'm not sure. But uh, life is good, and I just want to tell your listeners to stop smoking if they're smoking, because it is not, it's not healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Bernie, I'd like to finish up with just a, a quick question here. Sure. Um, getting away from all the things you're involved in, I know you're doing stand-up and you, and you did Viagra Falls a while back, and mm-hmm. is it truly going to be on Betty White's uh, Oscar Your Rocker? Betty White and I have uh, have a, a history together. We, um, we She did a love boat, and when, when we were honored um, at the uh, TV Land Awards, she gave me a kiss that uh, I could not believe that a woman of her age had the the audacity the uh, the chutzpah to give me such a give me such a, a, a sensuous kiss in a public in a public forum, but I certainly enjoy I enjoyed her because we're both crazy about doggies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When I did when I did um, uh, Regis Philbin's who, who who wants to be a millionaire, half of my winnings went to the Lang Foundation, which is a no kill shelter for doggies and at one time I had as many as six dogs I just they make me happy I love doggies and the boys love doggies as well so it's a it's a beautiful thing to have doggies well final two questions I know we're running out of time here but sure. what's your favorite TV show of all time and your favorite movie of all time my favorite TV show was probably get smart because I was very young and I had such a good good time uh, favorite movie oh boy oh boy it could have been um, uh, the African Queen it could have been uh, the Maltese Falcon I, I recently read um, Humphrey Bogart's life and what an amazing life he had um, uh, Gone with the Wind was, was phenomenal Classic. just so many or the Foresight Saga with, with Greer Garson 
or just about anything that Gable was in. So I don't have one favorite. That's I have, okay. I have a number of favorites, and film is just, yeah. it just transports you out of your everyday life yes. and gets you into the world of imagination and fantasy. So, well, Bernie, I want to thank you so much. I want to make sure everybody goes out and gets Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp on May 29th and hear your voice on there. And I thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. My great pleasure. And uh, let's see, it's Film Chest is the, is the, is the producer. Yes. People can, people can uh, look that up on the, uh, on the Internet. Film Chest, uh, Lancelot Link DVD. Uh, was it twenty twenty four dollars and ninety eight cents, and it benefits. Let me just end with this: it benefits the Wildlife Way Station, which is so. It's it's a saintly organization, and they and they help animals who would have no way of having a, a better life. So anyway, uh, it's a great pleasure to talk to you, and to your listeners. If you're smoking, don't smoke anymore, and have the same attitude I have. My attitude is gratitude. Thank you so much and all the best, Brian. Bernie Capel, I want to thank him so much for taking the time to talk to us. I love talking with guests who we have had over the years that have been on so many different shows that I've watched growing up. It's a big thrill for me. I hope you enjoyed it, too. And Bernie, of course, check it out on May 29th on the DVD Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp, and it goes to benefit Lancelot's retirement home, the Los Angeles Wildlife Way Station, and it's a good show, too, so check it out, and I uh, want to thank him so much for taking the time, and uh, if you get a chance, check out his shows, because uh, he just goes on and on with all these great shows that uh, we can watch on DVD, and if you get a chance, he's doing stand-up around the country, Bernie Capel. All right, now... Uh, if you have a chance and you're on Facebook and you want to like us, go ahead. We're right there. If you want to find an uh, easy way, just go to onscreenandbeyond.com. Scroll down to the bottom. Down there, you can have a link that says Facebook. Click on it. It'll take you right to us and like us. And uh, if you're on iTunes, leave us a uh, review out there and you know, rate us. You know, Five stars, four stars, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do. But uh, we'd appreciate that. That helps get more people to listen to us. Um, we are just uh, all over the world, people sending emails, and we love it. If you have an email that you would like to send to me, whether just to chat or make a suggestion of a guest, we'd love to hear from you or what you think of the show, whatever. You can email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And uh, like I said, I'd love to hear from you. And I appreciate you joining me each week, those of you that are regular weekly guests and those of you who are new, I hope you'll keep joining us. Or if you, uh, you know, just listening and all of a sudden you say, hey, I got to find out more about this show. And you can turn around, go to onscreenandbeyond.com, and you can see over 215 guests that we have had. And I can guarantee that there is somebody in that list that you have enjoyed over the years. And uh, you can hear them talk about their careers and it's all right here at On Screen and Beyond. So that's it. That's a wrap for this week's show. So I hope you'll join us again next week when we once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zumrak. Take care. Mm-hmm.